When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Warriors with a huge opportunity to bounce back tonight at home in game two. It is Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, also on Sirius XM Channel 80. And on your smart speaker, the future Hall of Famer, Vince Carter, ESPN NBA analyst, and of course of the VC Show podcast. He joins us right now. You can follow him on Twitter at Mr. Vince, Vince Carter 15. Uh, it's good to talk to a future Hall of Famer and honor. Appreciate a few minutes, Vince. Uh, let's get right yeah. into it. Um, first of all, just when you look at Jason Tatum through the first two games of the Boston uh, Sixers series, are you at all concerned by a lackluster performance really after the first quarter of game one? It is concerning. Uh, because, I mean, uh, he's an important part of what the Boston Celtics do, you know, both ends of the floor, but particularly on the offensive end. Uh, I mean, he finished fourth in the MVP. He's a guy that I felt that at the beginning of the season could walk away with the MVP trophy because he's a man on – he, he seems to me like he's a man on a mission. And, yes, he, in, in the playoffs, he's had some good days, and he's had some – you know, he's struggled in this playoffs, but, you know, the Boston Celtics right now are, Chris, are a well-oiled machine. And the beauty of this team is that if one of their superstars is not having a great night, the other one can hold the fort down or their bench <laughs> can hold it down. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon uh, has been fantastic all year. And you know, they play a brand of basketball where it's, it's understood who's the go-to guys, but they have other guys who – because they're so unselfish, the other guys who can step up and, and, and fill the void when needed. All things considered, Vince, was playing Joel Embiid last night a good idea, or should they have rested him for the rest of the week to get to the weekend? I don't understand. I, I, I just forgive me here. I don't understand this one as a player because when you talk about the playoffs and you talk about making availability and getting back. He sits out. Some people say if they don't win, it's like, oh, man, if it's Joel Embiid here, well, how come he didn't play? He's just that. But my thing is, okay, you sit him out another uh, another game, and what we witnessed, he's, he was out two weeks, and if, uh, what, he's out three more days if he didn't play. So he's still going to be rusty. Game three will be his first game back outside of the adrenaline and everything going on in the building of game three when, once he receives his award. That's a hard thing to deal with. And the beauty of it is when you're playing in the playoffs, he's an MVP. He's a dominant player. He makes a difference on the court, whether he's 100%, 80%, or 50%, because you have to account for him. And I think this game two was an opportunity for him to get well, get himself back into kind of get it game shape, get his legs back under him, and knock some of the rust off when you're when you miss two games, Chris, in in the, in, the, in the NBA game, and you come back, or or for that matter, two or three days, you feel like, man, what happened? 
I, I'm out of breath. I, uh, my 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 wind. You know, I'm not. I feel like I'm out of shape. So getting him back on the floor, getting back up and down the court, you know, that's needed. So now that is all out the window. Come game three, he's already gotten the you know the rust for for the most part out of the way, and he can just go play basketball. So I yes, I thought it was a great move. Okay, particularly so, if he's healthy and available. And I agree on that. The one thing I think people. Um, have kind of brought up, and I think it's a fair thing to bring up, but it's a different scenario. We look at what happened with Miami and game one. Miami wins game one, Butler gets hurt, and at that point the thought is, hey, sit Jimmy the rest of the week, we'll see you over the weekend. See, I understand that more because of the fact that we're not talking about a two-week period. Okay, yes, correct. And, and that's what I was going to say. It, it, the, the gap is, is different. And I think I still think he'll be gassed and it'll be winded. But, yes, like, I mean, you're talking about a, a big man who you're asking a lot of. Same thing with Jimmy Butler. Um, you know, could, I, I don't think Jimmy – if Jimmy Butler could actually play uh, in, in game two, I think he would have. That's the thing. You know, I don't think – you know, it, it's just everybody's coming into the playoffs injured. Or uh, beat up a little bit, not injured, hurt a little bit, just and beat up. And you just got to find a way to, you know, to get yourself ready and play. That's just kind of the reality of it. And those two, those guys are needed. You see, you know, it's hard to say, but you see, no Jimmy Butler, they had a void offensively. Now on the flip side, no Embiid and James Harden was spectacular. And I still think. You know, the the biggest thing more than anything is Joel Embiid and Harden finding a way to coexist with those styles of play. Yes, you have to get Joel Embiid the basketball. You have to play through him. But kind of like what LeBron is now doing with Anthony Davis. If Joel's not going, hence game two, now it's time for Harden to step up and go ahead and, and be aggressive and get downhill and play like he played in game one but we've seen you know since he's been in philly you know he's taken a step back you know a lesser role as far as the go-to guy but he has that in him which he showed in game one vince carter espn nba analyst the vc show podcast joining us just giving us great stuff right here uh with that in mind vince as you're talking about harden how do you evaluate the player that he is and yeah, he needed to do it in game one, but there was such a disparity between who we saw in game one and who we saw in game two. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my thing was, it was like, oh, it was great to see James Harden. You know, I, I, we use the terminology, turn back the, the, the clock a little bit or whatever. Just pull off that game, pull that, that, that Houston Harden off the shelf. I, I think it's always been there. Um, you know, he just, like I said, he's taken a lesser role. My thing was I wanted to see him sustain it for the series more so more more so than one shining moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, yes, it's great for, for the one game, but let's you know, the the knock wasn't that he didn't show up in, 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 in zero big games. It was a series when it was really on the line. And yes, game one, I guess, is game one. It's not a closeout series, which you know, so let's see if we can get James Harden that type of James Harden now three is, is important to me. I think this is important for them and in, in a closeout situation. So that's, that's what the knock has been on him. Not that he can't do it. 
it's just the big, big games that are hugely important to their team is when he's kind of, you know, falling short or shot away. Vince Carter with us, ESPN NBA analyst, the future Hall of Famer. Let's turn to game two tonight, Warriors and the Lakers. Uh, the Lakers, a lot has been talked about with LeBron and AD in terms of the minutes that they are playing. Is this something that's going to catch up with them, or is it really overblown? You know, Chris, it's, it's, uh, it's a little bit of both. I think it's something that could possibly catch up to them. It's the reality. But if they, not, if they aren't playing 40-plus minutes, what will we see of the Lakers? <laughs> you know, yeah. they, I, I think their minutes are needed. The 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 key thing to 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 me and LeBron has historically done this in in his older in his in his mid to to now late thirties. He's taking care of his body. Yes, he gets fatigued. So you know, as as an organization, and I'm going to use myself as, as an example, uh, playing regular season and even some playoff games later on in, in my career, we made it our business to make sure cryotherapy, obviously ice baths. It's up to the player to get, obviously to get the proper rest. You have, um, uh, you know, obviously the Normatech, you have all of these machines, devices uh, to, to, for rest and recovery that these guys must take advantage of because your job is to make sure you're available and, and ready to go to the best of your ability night in and night out. Uh, when you get older, more so LeBron, you know, and you're playing a, a team like the Warriors, you're, 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 it's a lot. The, the, the Golden State Warriors puts a lot of stress on you because of how, how, how they play, how they move, how they share the ball, and they like to play at a high pace. So as a big, it's tough for you to guard multiple actions. Steph Curry coming off, plus worrying about your man. Steph Curry and multiple actions. And that, once you handle that, your job, because if it's a Draymond Green or a Looney, they set one screen on one side of the floor. Now they're going to another action. You have to guard multiple actions. So with that being said, you have to take advantage of your rest and recovery because that's what they're going to need. They're going to need 40-plus minutes from both of those guys. And let me say this last thing about LeBron. You think of 40 minutes that was played in game one. It was totally different than the 40-plus minutes that was played in the overtime game versus the Memphis Grizzlies where LeBron was kind of the, the guy, the go-to guy. He's the one that had the ball. He's the one that was facilitating. That is not the case now. He's kind of off the ball a little more, so he gets the chance to rest and recover. So we look at the number more so than the use, usage in the minutes that he was on the floor. is a little different than we saw in Memphis. Two last ones for you, Vince. Vince Carter, uh, ESPN NBA analyst, the future Hall of Famer, the VC Show podcast with us. Can't uh, Chris Garland in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Um, Brian Windhorst made the comment the other day that he didn't think both these teams could continue to play at a very fast pace. And it's I, I found it interesting because when we think of the Warriors, we think of pace. Is that fair or do the Warriors need to be able to go at that pace to win this series? Uh, I disagree. I think the Warriors. That's been that's been part of their calling card, and that's that's what has that's what got them back into the game in the fourth quarter by playing faster. Obviously, getting stops, getting out and running and transitioning. You know, I heard at the beginning of the series like, "Oh, both of these teams are very good at transition." Well, it's one thing being you know you're the Lakers and you're in transition, and yeah, you get you know dunks maybe or LeBron get into the lay into the paint, uh, easy layups or whatever, a couple of threes here and there. Then you have the Golden State Warriors when they're in transition. It's threes everywhere. <clears throat> and you're, you're, the way you guard it is a lot different than you guard anybody else. You don't run back to the paint 
like we were taught, run to the paint and then you build your, your way out. LeBron said it, uh, you know, before the series we heard that he told his team, when we're in transition, you don't find your man. You find the closest body and we'll figure everything else later. That's important. And I, I feel like that's where the Golden State Warriors have an advantage because you're, you're testing the discipline of, of, of your opponent's defense. Can you sustain that? Every time, can you run back and run to the three-point line instead of the, uh, the middle of the paint? That's, that's important because you allow Steph, Clay, Poole, uh, even Wiggins at, at times, and, 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 and uh, DiVincenzo, guys like that who are just pulling up for three. And that, that can be a huge difference, and that was the difference in the fourth quarter of getting back into the game and almost pulling it off. All right, Vince, last one. Um, with Steph, uh, we see performances like he had the other day in Game 7. Uh, what would a fifth championship mean for the legacy of Steph Curry? Does it change it all that much, or is he kind of cemented as to where he is? He's for sure cemented. Uh, he's definitely – his legacy is, is set and, and very stable. I think it just continues to add to his legacy of greatness. Uh, I mean, if you would, he, he will move up in the echelon – of elite superstars. I mean, do we undervalue him in that Vince? Because we don't talk about it a whole lot. uh, uh, For sure. For sure. I I think we, uh, and and, uh, you know, now that it's it's a conversation, I think we'll have a more of appreciation for, but you know, I just think Seth goes about his business the right way. What you asked for, because, can he win without KD? He did it. Yeah, he didn't win a, a, a Finals MVP. He did it. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, can he get a fourth uh, championship? He did that also. So yes, I, I don't know if you know if or where we put him. If he's better, like I, I, I just, it's tough for me to talk about who's better. Let's just wait till they're finished because <laughs> there again, Steph Curry could continue to write his story in history for himself. Not now maybe two or three years. He's still 35. He's a guy that could still play in his late 30s, maybe into his 40s, and still win being on the team. You know, we don't know that yet, but I just think he's solidified himself as an all-time great, and when he's done, like a lot of other analysts have said, and I agree, he probably will finish into the top five greatest to do it just because of what he's accomplished already today, (laughs) just today alone. Great stuff, Vince. Can't thank you enough for a few minutes. Great stuff. Thanks. Thank you. Vince Carter, ESPN NBA analyst, future Hall of Famer, the VC Show podcast. He's been amazing on first take lately. Give you some really good stuff on Warriors and Lakers later on tonight. Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio, coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. In just moments, they have Kenny or Canty. We've done it on Canty and Carlin. 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN Radio. And now there is Carlin or Carlout. It includes a future Hall of Famer whose championship window might be shut. Greeny, ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like For the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. 
Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Brainstorm. What is something that works so well that it's basically magic? Air conditioning? Noise-canceling headphones? Meeting-free Fridays? What about selling with Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're auctioning autographed apparel or selling sleek skis, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to all other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash greeny or lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash greeny now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash greeny. Greeny, the podcast. Sauce Gardner did not recognize Jessica Alba at the game the other night, at the Nick game with Aaron Rodgers. That, I mean, it's a young thing. I get it. But there are, she would not strike me as among these celebrities that it is okay to not recognize in person. Like, there are celebrities that it is okay to not recognize. In fact, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Lines are open right now. Who is the celebrity or two that it is okay for you to not recognize. And I'm not talking about like old versus young, all right? Because yeah, there are going to be people when you're older, you don't recognize young people when you're young. Like that's, that's what I think happened with Sauce Gardner and Jessica Alba. She's 42 now. So that's a little bit out of his range in terms of growing up when she would have been big. But I mean, it's still, I mean, she's not 80 for Pete's sake. It still makes me feel ridiculously old but then again cam at 25 years old had an idea who who she was right but if you pointed at her you 
you would not be able to name her. I would have known she was famous. I don't know if I would have said. Well, she's That's sitting Jessica next Alba. to Aaron Rodgers at. at well, I would have known who that was. Yeah, I mean, on Celebrity Row, of course you would have. Like, if if you just saw her at a mall, would you have known she was famous? Uh, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. No way. No way. I I, I absolutely would have recognized her. But there are people, and I have made a list here, who it is okay. To not recognize. We'll get to that in moments and calls. Lines are open for that because I got to know who it's okay for you to not recognize. With all the stories in the world of sports. And there's so much more to go. It's time to find out if Carlin is in or out. Are you in or are you out? This is Carlin or Carl out. And, and I have to admit that like a little piece of me dies every time I don't know who someone is because they're younger. That's, that's not great. Cam is here. Bubba is here. We have got Carlin or Carlout. Am I Carlin or Carlout? As opposed to Kenny or Canty, because I am that self-involved and must have a segment of my own that is named after me. Cam, the floor is yours. Yeah, you can't get upstaged by your Super Bowl champion co-host. No, dear dear God, no. A guy who played 11 years in the league? No. How dare he upstage me and my 25-year career of mediocrity? (laughs) All right, let's go rapid fire through these. We've got the Suns in a 2-0 hole to the Nuggets. Game three is tomorrow in Phoenix. So, Carlin, Chris Paul's championship window is closed. Are you Carlin or Carl out? Oh, I'm Carlin. That sucker's shut. Good night. He's banged up. I don't even think he's going to go again the rest of the series. And uh, truth be told, I think the Suns are going to lose this series in five. They'll get one back in Phoenix, but... Uh, the Nuggets look like they're on a mission right now, and it's not just the fact that they were playing at home the first two games of the series. You have to be impressed with what you've seen from Jokic and Murray. And look, they have been knocked openly for what has happened over the last few years. They've got as good of a chance as any of those other teams right now, whether it's the Warriors or the Lakers, to get to the finals this year. I think the Suns are cooked. Next! All right, Carlin, the Knicks. We talked about this yesterday. Jimmy Butler, let's say he's healthy uh, as the series heads back to Miami. So Jimmy Butler, healthy. The Knicks will win a road game against a healthy Jimmy Butler and the Heat. I'm Carlin on that. Um, And the reason is simply the Knicks will step up their game defensively. In game two, I I was not overly impressed with what I saw from them without Butler on the floor. I don't think that the Heat are going to immediately beat them down there. I expect that Butler will play. I expect that he will play very well. But there's no reason the Knicks shouldn't be able to get one of those two down in Miami. And can we just remember something? As much as I hate watching the Heat play, because it is like grinding teeth, uh, at the same time, uh, as good as they are defensively, their offensive Uh, production in the postseason in terms of how well they're shooting, that is an outlier to what they were during the regular season. They were the worst shooting team in the NBA during the regular season. They're like third in the postseason. Is that going to continue? No, water seeks seeks its level at some point. I would expect the Knicks to be much tougher defensively in one of these games and get one of them. Go! That's the second mention of water seeking its level in today's show. Is that true? Yeah. You said it with the Yankees as well. Anyway, let's move on. All right. Uh, Steph Curry, 
Deserves a spot on the NBA Mount Rushmore with a fifth title. Are you Carl in or Carl out? I'm still Carl out on it. Mount Rushmore is top four of all time. It would it would put him into top five. Like I would I would put him in front of Bird if that happens. I would put him in front of Bird, and I know that's heresy to a lot of people. Sorry, uh, Steph Curry would be top five at that point. Uh, right there, but I can't quite put him on the inside of that yet. And I know that LeBron doesn't have five, but how many times has he been to the finals? That's what I thought. Next. All right, last one. Mm. Chris Carlin would attend a New York sporting event with Aaron Rodgers if invited. Was, would Chris Carlin be Carlin or Carl out on attending a New York sporting event with his nemesis, Aaron Rodgers? Uh, number one, he's not my nemesis. Sure. He's not a nemesis. Even though you guys tweeted out a, a video yesterday clearly portraying me in that. I mean, fake news. How how badly can you edit videos to make it look like I hate Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I, mean yeah, I guess you can edit anything these days, but that was what happened on the show. Hey, listen. AI, these days, you can make me say anything on I those know, videos. Seriously. Uh, I would absolutely attend a, an event with Aaron Rodgers. Is there a limit on how much he can talk about spiritual things and all that crap? Uh, that would be up to you. And yeah. I would like to point out, we also followed up the video we posted. We, uh, ESPN Radio posted yes. it, uh, with a poll. Is, is, we, I'm sorry, I meant ESPN yeah, Radio. Don't know who posted that. <laughs> is Chris Carlin an Aaron Rodgers hater? The choice is definitely, for sure, duh, and yes, king of the haters. And uh, definitely is leading with 44.3% of the 246 <laughs> votes. Go get 246 votes. A, a massive, massive turnout on that. Yeah. It's on Twitter. Twitter at ESPN Radio. Go vote. Uh, yeah, I don't think uh, I, I think I have been poorly portrayed in all of this. But I absolutely would would uh, visit a New York sporting event uh, with Aaron Rodgers. There's no question that I would. Will he turn up at another game? My answer to that would be no. He's done. Oh, he's throwing out a pitch at the Yankees game, Carlin. Come on. Oh, but that won't be until the summer. Well, the Met, the Mets already reached out to him. The Mets have already asked him. I know. Then did you notice what he said, Bubba? He said he he, he was waiting for the Yankees. Exactly. <laughs> he said he would. He said he wants to do both, though. See, here's the thing. He did say hey, he Scherzer would go and to Verlander are banged up. He could get in the rotation for the summer. <laughs> well, here's the thing: is that uh, Aaron Rodgers at this point in wanting to do that, uh, I get it throw out the first pitch for the Yankees. I mean, if you understand the fan base, though, in New York, the majority of people who are Met fans are also Jet fans. And the majority of people who are Yankee fans are also Giant fans. Yeah, right. he's got to learn that. Yeah, he didn't, I, I would not hold it against him for not knowing that. See, I, I'm i trying to help your... Look at I you like guys. Him. I'm trying to help him. Getting on the same page. I, I, I'm not going to go as far as to say I like him, but... Well, you'll have a great time at the New York Liberty game this summer. <laughs> Who is going to be more insufferable? I asked this question on our show the other day on Canty and Carlin. Greeny or Aaron Rodgers over the next year? Greeny. Yeah, I would agree with that. Bubba? <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely Greeny for sure. <laughs> I mean, it's... It's he, already been He literally, <laughs> he said... Aaron Rodgers referencing him in the press conference was the greatest thing that's ever happened to him in his life. So, yes. 
I think just wait till he starts playing. Have we planned the darkness retreat yet? Oh, he's, we're he's, trying. He said they're all sold out. He claims their book. That's his claim. Yeah. Uh, there's for, only one place in the country that has a darkness retreat. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't imagine actually that many. But. I mean, honestly, if you, I could throw him in the basement, put a couple of blankets over his head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. The same thing as paying, you know, twenty five. There's grand no for chance something. he can do. We got to go to break here, but there's no chance he can survive i, I yeah. can't believe he no even think, thinks he can do this it's so insane yeah. that he thinks he can be alone in his thoughts without a phone a computer lights for yeah. four his wife for four days just alone for it's insane that he thinks he can do this no no chance no chance i couldn't do it i certainly could not the last person i want to be alone with is me Celebrities that it is okay to not recognize 888-SAY-ESPN 888-729-3776 This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Greeny, the podcast. I got to meet a a few uh, movie stars. I got to meet Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, Tracy Morgan. But he was just picking on me a little bit for being young. We was getting seated and he was like, we're about to sit by Jessica Alba. And I'm just like, oh. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, I don't know who that is. And he just looked at me. He looked at me like I'm crazy. You know what I mean? So yeah, it was just great just being able to sit, sit over there. And I got to, I got to meet her, one of her friends who was from Detroit, actually. You know, it was, it was great vibes. But that whole night, he would just keep asking me out of nowhere. He's like, do you know who that person is? And I'm like, bro, that's Amari Stoudemire. I know who that is. Like, now you're just picking on me. It's a little surprising that he would know who Amari Stoudemire was and not know who Jessica Alba was. Am I wrong about that? It's Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. That's Sauce Gardner. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. The other day, he did not know 
when he was sitting next to Aaron Rodgers at the Nickel game, who Jessica Alba was. But he knew who Amari Stoudemire was? Cam, I mean, that's a little bit odd, no? I guess he's just a bigger fan of sports and the NBA than uh, Honey from 2003. Would you have known immediately what Amari Stoudemire looked like? I think, honestly, more than I would know <laughs> who Jessica Alba was immediately upon <laughs> All right, I'll at buy it. it. I'll buy it. Uh, it could be more of that. Look, we've got callers on this. The celebrities that it's okay to not recognize. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. John is up first on ESPN Radio. Hey, John, what's going on, bud? Hey, Chris, good afternoon. Uh, listen, I wanted to tell you, I was sitting uh, at a soccer tournament for my son for about 15 minutes talking to a gentleman, uh, just about normal dad stuff in soccer. And I get a text from my wife, and she's texting me a picture of Tiger Woods, and she says, that's who you're sitting next to. So I sat next to Tiger for 15 minutes, not realizing I was talking to Tiger. You had no field. idea you were talking to Tiger Woods. No idea. He was in a ball cap, just like a normal dad at a soccer game. Just sitting next to him. We put our chairs up. Him and I were chatting. You're, and but you're more looking likely at to. Strange, you're, you're more and my likely, wife texts me like, do you but, believe you're next to Tiger? But you're more likely to recognize Tiger with a hat on. Oh, 1,000%. I should have recognized him. But in that, you know, in that wow. instance, no dice until she texts me a picture of her who she had, she had took a picture of him before we sat down, and I didn't realize she had met up, you know, had met him when they were, you know, she was getting my son onto the field. Yeah, and I have to say, not acceptable. Thanks for the call. Not acceptable that you would not know who Tiger Woods was if you're sitting. I mean, he was not long ago, and still is. First of all, top three to four recognizable athlete on the planet, and probably dropped a little bit in the last few years. But not much. Not much. Mordecai, up next on ESPN Radio. Who is it acceptable to not recognize Mordecai? Yeah, hey, hey, uh, Carlin, before I get to it, uh, first of all, I want to give you props and congratulations for your yeoman's work during the draft. You were awesome, man. Uh, I really appreciate enjoyed that. it. Those guys did a tremendous Absolutely. job. Thank you. Great job. Yeah, um, Weird Al Yankovic. I mean, who the heck really cares about Weird Al Yankovic? I mean, I could be sitting right next to Weird Al Yankovic in a diner, and I really wouldn't care or know who he is. I mean, Weird Al Yankovic. I mean, he's not even that funny. But here's the thing. You would know that Weird Al Yankovic was somebody if he sat next to you, and thanks for the call, because he's Weird Al. He is going to look weird all the time. Now, if you didn't know who he was, okay. But you would look at him and say, who the hell is that guy? Am I reading that wrong, Bubba? Is that fair to say about Weird Al? Yeah, I mean, he's just got a vibe on him where you, you have to assume he's he's got he's got something going on. Yes. Where he's, he's a celebrity of some sort. I would understand maybe not knowing exactly who he was, but anyone who's, I mean, he, Weird Al's, older than like me he's he's older he's almost a half generation older so if you're anywhere older than me then you should you should know who he is but either way just looking at him if you once you see him with his weird look and the glasses and hair possibly holding an accordion you should think <laughs> you should think something's up with this guy well if if he's holding an accordion chances are you're going to ask to move your table <laughs> that's probably going to happen bobby up next on espn radio bobby who you got 
Hey, Chris. Happy Thursday. Yeah, I just always get this face, like, confused with the other one. Whenever I see a picture of Aaron Rodgers, I just always think it's uh, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, yeah, I could see that. Jets fans feel the same way. Yeah, they certainly do right now. I mean, Grinny absolutely would be on board with that. Uh, You know, there's no doubt. Listen, if he delivers a championship, uh, there will be plenty of people who will be disciples for a long, long time. Uh, How about uh, Pascal, Jersey City? Pascal, you're on ESPN Radio. Who you got, bud? Hey, first time, long time. I love this show. I'm going to go with Adam Sandler in New York City. I mean, he kind of always wears, like, hoodies and sweats and, like, you know, it, it, it might be kind of hard to identify him as a regular person because he just looks so regular himself. Uh, that's fair. That's that's fair. I still think that he would, in his regular person outfit, would look so regular that you would notice it's him because you know him for that, if that makes sense. All right, let's get to it. Let's let's get the five celebrities that it is okay to not recognize. The list is what determines who matters in this business. The Green List. All right, we have compiled the list, and we will start at the very bottom. Number five. Tom Hardy. Honestly, could you pick Tom? I wouldn't know Tom Hardy if he walked right up to me and slapped me. I mean, he had the Bane mask on in The Dark Knight Rises, so you immediately couldn't tell. And then I saw a picture of him in a movie like six months later, and I'm like, that dude's not Bane. That, that's not him. Did he have like fake muscles on? What was going on there? I could not pick Tom Hardy out of a lineup if I tried. Number four. Lil Nas X. Did you see him the other night at uh, the Met Gala? Probably not. And if you did, did you recognize him? You certainly did not. Great song. Great song. Old Country Road. Great song. No. No. Would not be able to pick him. Wait, what did you call it? Uh, What did I call it? Old Country Road? It's Old Town Road. Old Town Road. (laughs) Whatever. Old Country Road's on Long Island. (laughs) Number three. Who is Cara Delevingne and why would I care? Cara Delevingne is apparently an actress. Uh, she was on um, uh, what's the the Steve Martin Selena Gomez show? Uh, only only murders, murders in the, the building. Yeah, only murders in the building. Great show. Uh, she was in it this past year. Had no idea that's who it was until after the fact. And like any time you flip on page six, because me big page six guy. Uh, I turn it on, I I flip on a page six, and it mentions her in some kind of item, and I have no idea who it is. Would not recognize her. Bubba, would you recognize Cara Delevingne? No, I don't, I have no idea who she is. Cam, as a younger person, 25, is that it? I I actually don't think I would recognize her either. Ooh, that's embarrassing. No, she's obviously, like, she's, she's a model, so she's, like, very attractive, recognizable person in general, but I don't really know who she is. She strikes me as a person that, like, if you roll in certain circles, certain society circles, you would know who she was. I've heard she's very weird. Yeah, but again, like, it doesn't translate into me knowing what she looks like if I saw her. Number two. Uh, that would be any current SNL cast member that has been there for less than three years. Is that fair to say? And I still watch Saturday Night Live all the time. 
I know who the cast members are. The younger ones, the ones that just come in, I probably can't name them for a good two to three years. Now, I've seen Pete Davidson on the street back when he first got there. I recognized him. Uh, I saw Seth Meyers in an airport back when he was on the show in 09. Uh, he was flying to uh, see the Steelers in the Super Bowl, big Steelers fan. And I just pointed at him awkwardly as I walked by and I said, hey, you're funny, dude. Like I was high or something. Yeah, what? <laughs> He That's probably what I did. He probably was. So he was, was I think you got to come up with a better better uh, reaction to these guys. Yeah, no, he just kind of looked up and said, yeah, thanks. And then uh, I saw um, Cecily Strong on the beach, on, a, on the beach, on the street years ago. And I just said the same thing to her. Because to me, that's like the highest compliment you can give those people. You're funny. And I said, you're funny. And she yelled back at me, thank you. But other than that, Bubba, could you pick out an SNL cast member who hasn't been there for three years. No, I, I don't really watch it. So, I, yeah, the only ones I would know would be Michael Che and, and Colin uh, Joe. So I, I don't think I know a single other person. You could pick Bosch out of a lineup. I guarantee you that. Absolutely. Great man. <laughs> is my list offer on, Cam? Is there anybody? Uh, we, well, we forgot number one, didn't we? We yeah, did we should, we should do number one, I guess. Yeah, I guess we probably number should. one. Mike Greenberg. Greeny, is it okay to not recognize Greeny? I think he'd probably prefer that, wouldn't he? I mean, I saw Greeny last week in the hotel lobby in Kansas City. And, of course, it, you know, went uh, for the fist bump. But Greeny always, like, if you see pictures of Greeny on social media, when they're not staged pictures, they always look like you just caught him off guard whether he's just sitting and reading or doing something, you always just caught him off guard. And I get the impression that, like, Greeny would rather not be recognized in public. Cam, am I wrong on that read being with him every day? No, I don't think so. And I think Stacy takes quite a lot of pictures. So She I don't does. Know all if, those pictures yeah. on Stacy's Instagram uh, are all of Greeny. He always looks taken aback. Yes. Yeah. He looks He looks like, taken aback. That's a great way to put it. He always looks taken aback like, oh. You're taking a picture of me. And it's not quite the don't bother me look. It's more of the I'd rather just speed past every situation and say, oh, I'll say hey to everybody, and but I'm, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. And I, it's an admirable quality, to tell you the truth, because he navigates himself uh, pretty well in those kind of heavily populated situations. But I guess I think it would be acceptable to not recognize him. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN. And also available wherever you get your podcast.